This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. 606, you're listening to this morning with uh, Stacey, Daryl, and Morley. And uh, Daryl's going to be back on Tuesday in the new year. And he's in just uh, enjoying a few days off. Uh, just a reminder, we do want to hear how you would sum up your 2023. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Some kind of low-key, not very um, positive <laughs> years many people had. Uh, obviously, there's an affordability crisis, but uh, looking for some silver linings. Maybe somebody had a, a bit of a, a brighter 2023, and we're going to be uh, reading those off uh, coming up in just a few minutes. So, 780-496-0063. So, maybe we want to end your 2023 with a prize giveaway. We are giving away tickets to the Broadway musical Mean Girls coming to the Jubilee Auditorium. We'll do that in just a minute, but first we're going to find out more about the show. You probably saw the movie Mean Girls, came out in 2009, and a classic to this day. My 15-year-old actually quotes it. She knows everything about Mean Girls, and obviously she wasn't even a glimmer in my eye at the time when it came out. It was written by um, SNL alum and talented comedian. She's hosted so many awards shows, uh, Tina Fey, and it's now morphed into a Broadway musical, nominated for a bunch of Tony Awards over the last several years. That musical coming to Edmonton um, the first week of January takes to the stage January 9th. So what was the process in taking a movie, a very popular movie, and adapting it to be a musical with songs and dancing? I talked to head choreographer John McGinnis last week about the work that went into that. When we first started working on this musical back in 2017, and uh, we did our Untone tryout in Washington, D.C., and then moved to Broadway in 2018. It's been a really great adventure from the, from the beginning till now. Um, Tina Fey's book is fantastic. Um, the, the score by Jeff Richmond, fantastic. And um, it's been a great experience for me. You know, all around. Are there some issues adapting a movie into a musical? And what are they? It's always um, difficult to take a movie that people know and try to um, musicalize it, you know. And um, yeah, I think I, I mean, I, I think it has been um, a difficult process, but I think that in the end, we the result has been really terrific. So you're the choreographer. What what sort of issues does a choreographer have to worry about when we're talking about adapting uh, a film into a musical and you know, we're talking about a uh, 2004 movie to 2024 Broadway musical. Of course, um, what's going on in the world right now, it really plays a big part in the storytelling of how we're going to tell um, the story of a show that was done in 2004. It's been really, it's, there have been a lot of changes that have been made into the, uh, the musical. Um, and I think that adding um, dance has been really great. It's 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 hard because um, with a movie you can cut from scene to scene and go really quickly. Uh, with a musical, you have to really develop the characters a little bit more, and you're you can't you can't clip from scene to scene like 
two seconds here, two seconds there. You know, you, you've got to tell the story um, through dance and through music, and you have a longer span um, to get this story across. Does that make sense? It does. Like, um, like in like in the film, you can go, okay, they're in the lunchroom right now, and then you're going to clip to uh, Katie's home, and then you're going to uh, cut away to... Um, or being on the street and then on stage, you can't do that. So you have to um, try to take all the elements of the movie and try to make it help tell the story like in one location or um, it's a lot different and it's a, it's a lot more complex um, to make a stage production of a movie. I think you have a, a quite a long resume. Tell us about other projects you've worked on. I was a Broadway performer for a long time, for 20 years. I performed on a lot of Broadway shows. And um, Casey McLaw, the director, choreographer, and I first worked together back in um, 1997 on Steel Pier, which was an ill-fated Broadway musical. It didn't run very long. Uh, but we became fast friends on that production. Um, so we worked on Book of Mormon back uh, 12 years ago. It was in 2011. It was our first musical that we actually did together. And from there, we, we moved on to Aladdin, which is currently running on Broadway. That was Book of Mormon. Um, we did Something Rotten together. We did The Prom together. We did Mean Girls and um, Some Like It Hot, which is currently running on Broadway right now, which is um, going to close at the end of this month. But it's been a great, great ride. It's been fantastic. As a former performer, does it make it easier because you have the experience to teach others the choreography? Yeah, I mean, for for me, I mean, I love I love teaching. I love getting in there and working with performers and try to um, teach them how I want the choreography performed. Um, like with Casey and I, uh, we get in a room and we he has ideas of what he wants the choreography to be, and he kind of builds it on my body. And then I go get in the room with all the dancers and I try to bring the energy and the acting of what I see the character going through or how we've developed the choreography through the storytelling and try to put that onto the the performer's bodies and into their heads and the way they feel and move. And that part, that part of the project is so fun to me. It's uh, because I'm really passionate about what I do. And speaking of fun, what can people expect at Mean Girls, the musical? Oh, it's great. It's really, really great. I mean, from from start to finish, it's high, high energy from the very top of the show till the end. There's a ton of dancing in the show, and um, it's contemporary dance. I, I think the story is just really, it, Tina Fey has done an amazing job um, reworking the show and um, putting it up on the stage. And between the music and the script and the lyrics and the choreography, I think it's a great, a great show. I think everyone, kids from young to old, would love this production. Thanks, John, for joining us this morning. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, having me. <laughs> me and my two dogs. I'm sitting here with my two dogs. Yeah. The Thanks royal us. Thanks so much. Take care. Yes, Mean Girls taking to the stage as part of Broadway across Canada at the Jubilee Auditorium, January 9th to the 14th.
want you to go as well. We want you to go to Mean Girls. We have a double guest pass. Two tickets to opening night here in Edmonton. We want to give them to you. So that's January 9th, 8 o'clock at the Jubilee Auditorium. What you got to do is tell us who wrote Mean Girls. She's, he mentioned it several times in that clip. Uh, you know her. You love her. You've seen her on lots of sitcoms. You've seen her on uh, Saturday Night Live. We want to know who wrote Mean Girls. Give us a shout. 780-496-0063. 780-496-0063 with Who Wrote Mean Girls, and you will get a double guest pass. We are going to take a bit of a break here on this morning. We want to know, how would you sum up your 2023? Text us, 780-496-0063, and we'll have uh, some of your uh, 2023 lookbacks coming up in two minutes. It's the This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Congratulations to Judy, who is going to Mean Girls January 9th as part of Broadway across uh, Canada. Congratulations. Thanks for calling in. You knew that Tina Fey wrote Mean Girls. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, you know the movie. But the musical I've never seen before, so I'm really looking forward to that. We are asking people about how they would sum up their 2023. Is it Was it a hard year? Was it a great year? Maybe you had a, a new child or a grandchild enter your lives. Or maybe you suffered some big losses, uh, like the loss of a job or a loss of a loved one. Chris Gardner, uh, producer here, um, is, is, is here to talk about his 2023. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, everyone. So how was it? You actually have... <laughs> First off, before we talk about your 2023, uh, you you punched it into Chat GPT. I did. Uh, so AI's 2023. What did it look like? I, I, I'm never um, disappointed in how bland AI can be. <laughs> you know, they. Uh, I, I, I go in hoping great things. Maybe I got to spice up my request a bit more. And uh, you know, what you give is what you'll get out of Chat GPT. But here's what Chat GPT says about 2023. Can you sum up your 2023 using one sentence? Chat GPT. They said. In 2023, the world saw unprecedented technological advancements, global efforts to address climate change, and ongoing challenges related to public health and geopolitical tensions. Okay, yeah, that's uh, true. That's what you would expect a robot to say about the last year. It is true, but we want to take it a little bit more personal. What about you? How was your 2023? How would you sum it up? Oh, my 2023. I, um, well, here's what I wrote, and then I can explain it a bit. I wrote, based on my chat GPT response, I said, in 2023, I started my fourth career, this time as a radio producer in my mid-40s. I helped launch two radio shows, uh, the one I'm speaking on right now, and I grew ever closer to my my dream of finally starting a family. Well, that's so. exciting. It's, yeah. It's positive. You're, you're looking back, seeing all of the positivity. A lot of people, they just look back and look at all of the bad things that happened, right? Well, yeah, because that loss of a job is really terrible, but it's also uh, perhaps an opening up an opportunity. I, I lost my job a couple of years ago, and, yes. and, and I look where I am now. And it's another say, job that I love. 2021 and 2022 were the worst, mm -hmm. you know? And so 2023, I thought, was uh, kind of a, a standout year for me. You know, when I look back on my life, I think 2023 will be uh, one of the 
ones that uh, that you know I remember fondly. You know, as opposed to losing my job in 2021, or you know having to start a whole new uh, search for a job and then mm-hmm. eventually getting one. Uh, thank God, back in radio, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I saw this thread on Reddit and I started reading people's responses and I found the majority of them were positive for 2020. Yeah, one, one texture described it as a dumpster fire. Living, <laughs> living, living life in fast forward. Wasn't it March 2nd, just two weeks ago? And I totally get that. Time is, I don't know whether it's because we're getting older, but time seems to be going by really, really fast. Technical producer uh, Jeff, how was your 2023? How would you sum that up? Because you did have a job loss this year. I did, uh, yeah, back Back in June, I did lose a job. Um, I would say for me, it is both uh, challenging and delicious. Now, I say that because, like, <laughs> challenging, you lost your job. That's never fun. But uh, um, while I had the time off between jobs, I got to try all kinds of different foods around my neighborhood. Because, like, I always had to drive across the city, so I'm trying stuff over there. But I live in this, like, really nice neighborhood that has all these little mom-and-pop restaurants and, and things. And... You know what? I just kind of explored my area of, of the city a little bit more. Millwood, shout out. And uh, yeah, so it was delicious, but uh, challenging at the same time to find the money to go have these restaurant meals, right? Oh, I bet. A lot of people are having the same struggle, but you had a culinary adventure. Love that. Morley, what about your 2023? How would you sum that up? You know what? I wouldn't I, I wouldn't call it bad. I'd call it pretty good, actually. I, I'm, uh, my wife and I are embracing life as, uh, you know, we're home alone now, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we got the empty nest and we're embracing that. Um, the, the grandson's been a wonderful gift. Uh, not in 23, but, you know, he was born in 20, but uh, really got to know him better in 23 because he's developing his personality and all that. We took a great trip, took him to Disneyland for his birthday. So that was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I got, I don't have a lot of complaints about 2023. Uh, I'm 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 okay. You're a happy grandpa. I'm, I'm a happy grandpa. I'm a happy person. <laughs> happy Morley. <laughs> uh, I think I wish I would have had a little bit more vacation time. I've had little short spurts of, of trips mm-hmm. and of, of adventures. I made it to Hulling Peak for the very first time. I made it to the saddle before, but actually making it to the peak was a was a big thing for me. A new adventure uh, after 30 years hung up all of my TV clothes and my Spanx and moved into radio. So you can wear Spanx in radio. I, I can. No I don't want to. And I, I do every day. I, I didn't want to in TV either. And so sometimes I put it on, but it makes you feel like a sausage. Case. And I got to watch that transition. <laughs> yes. Rod Kurtz. Yes, he did when we were working together at another station. Uh, and he obviously, as a mentor, helped me a lot as well. So oh, making thanks. the transition to radio. So you know what? I have a lot to, to be grateful for, and I think we need to practice is gratefulness. I know it's hard and a lot of people are suffering. Uh, Jamie says 2023 has been harder to afford a living and not getting any better and we get it but I I, I, you just, I think we have to be grateful for what we have. That's the focus I've kind of had a little bit is be happy for what you have not for what you don't, don't have, have or yeah. what you lost. No, I get right? it. Well, be happy with what you kept. And Jeff kind of stole one word I was going to use. He said challenging and I w- if I had to sum up 2023 for me I'd say three words challenging but hopeful. I love that. Right because there's stuff going on. I mean health-related challenges for family, family members, and just aging and dementia stuff, and just so many people going through that kind of part of their lives as family members get older. So, you yeah. know, lots going on in 2023, but hopeful about 2024. Yeah, and just be grateful for, for the time that you have yeah. with, with your ailing parents yeah. and, and your family members and your loved ones, because it's not going to last forever. So, uh, yeah, thanks, team. I love that. Rod Kurtz even uh, weighing in, uh, reading our news today, but uh, part of the show always.